What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Hey, how's hey. it going? Yeah, we got, oh man. Well, welcome to another episode of the Truth About show. Uh, obviously, for uh, those that follow, you know this, but for the new folks, um, this sort of show has been inspired by this book right here called The Truth About Business. Uh, and if you don't have a copy of that, go over to Amazon or go to truthaboutbusinessbook.com, grab a copy, please. Um, but uh, before I start anything else, huge welcome to Mr. Bob Carr. Welcome, sir. Hey, 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 Dana. Yeah, so Bob Carr is one of my favorite human beings, uh, to be totally honest. And uh, so, Bob, why don't you tell the people a little bit about, uh, you know, yourself, where you're from, what you do? I own a small, my name is Bob Carr. Uh, my business is located in my residence. We're here outside of Baltimore, Maryland, between Baltimore, Washington, and Annapolis. And I own a small uh, outdoor Lawn sprinkler insulation company, uh, landscape lighting, Christmas lighting, and then I have a second business where we do uh, complete garage makeovers, and then we have another business where we do polyspartic polyurea of floors for businesses, residential, car dealerships, and uh, so I've been in business approximately thirty years in the metropolitan area. That's awesome. So Bob's very very humble, by the way. Uh, it, small is relative, but I would say what do you got? Seven thousand customers. Yeah, seven thousand plus. Yeah, that's not small. <laughs> that we deal with on a on a yearly basis. Yeah. So so Bob Bob's the real deal. Uh, he is a business owner, um, and a successful one at that. He's not the the type of person that just floats around online pretending. He's out there doing it. Um, and Bob is the type of person that you you get to know this in a second here. But uh, I would describe Bob as you can't keep him down. Just can't. Bob will never quit. No matter what comes in his way, he will never quit. So I admire the shizzle out of that, by the way. So I want to let, that, let you know that. Um, all right. You ready to roll? Should we roll? You ready? All right, Bob. Don't hold anything back. Bob doesn't hold back, by the way. So that's why he's here. <laughs> all right. What is uh, the ugly truth about your business that most people don't know, Bob? Probably no different than anybody else is uh, get up every day. And it's always the, uh, the things that all of us small business owners do in the trenches every day, and, but it's got to be done. There's a lot of that part of it that is ugly because it's, it's got to be handled every day. And you just fucking got to get out there and just fucking get the shit done so you can get to the new stuff, the new fun stuff. And give, us, give me time today to sit and chat with you about some really cool shit that you got going right here in this book. <laughs> and I bought dozens awesome. of these last year and gave out to... So actually, some of them were my competitors. Actually, believe it or not, because it's a good way to sit in their door, come into the door, sit down at the front door and chat with them a minute and talk to them about what's going on. There's some ideas that we all should share together. But if folks haven't got this yet, I don't care if it's online or offline business, because mine's a primary offline business, but I've taken a lot, of, a lot of this out of here and made it work for my business, which is incredible to be able to do. So back to your question, though, what's the, the ugly truth is, is things that we all have to do every day, but you got to get it done. It's no different than getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, taking the trash out. You still got to do it, the basics of your business every day or customers won't be there for you because you got to be there for them. And by the way, guys, uh, I got to tell you, Bob is one of the best students 
of business I've ever seen. Uh, so it's not a mistake that he is where he is uh, and has grown his business the way he has and has maintained it for 30 plus years. So Bob actually, he goes way back with direct response, right? So he, for example, he's a Dan Kennedy student as oh. well as me and you're good friends with Bill Glazer, right? Neighbors. Yeah, Bill, his daughter. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. yep. Take care of Bill. So, yes, sir. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, Bob's a student. Okay. So that, that, I mean, success leaves clues. I always say that. And, and that's one of them. Look at, look at behind Bob, what he's got. He's got a lot of books, right? Bob's a student. He's a great student. So um, with that being said, uh, all right. So as far as the ugly truth and in the stuff that the shit, I guess we could say that you don't want to do every day. How do you like, how do you motivate yourself or force yourself to do that? Um, on a daily basis? I start off with using the old yellow tablet. And uh, I know that's really old school to a lot of people that are listening, but it works. And it doesn't make a difference what works for you, but whatever works, use it. So I don't care if it's a, a tablet or your phone or piece of paper or your wall, use it and then use it every day. So I put down, every, I write down a list every night. So it's clear when I get up early in the morning, what I'm doing, and then I'm just attacking that and knocking that out. And I use different parts of my day, like all of us do. To get different things done. So there's different parts of the day that you're going to be more creative than others. Other, other parts of the day are better off to, when you solve the math problems and numbers. Like you've always said, Dana, it's a business. It's nothing but numbers, right? So there's parts of the day where you want to be using that and, and working on that kind of stuff versus your, your creative. Other parts of my day, I've got to be with all my guys and gals to, uh, to push them ahead, get them their marching orders for today and uh, go over any input from them, which I always listen, because they always have great input. You just got to take the time to listen and jot that down. Nice, nice. Okay. And uh, prior to COVID or, or whatever, how many um, team members do you have? Uh, typically, we're, we're run 45 year round, and then uh, Christmas time and all, we'll go over two, 300, um, because it's seasonal business. But uh, we're typically running 45 people. Wow. That's so these are people who've okay. been with me a lot of years. So that cuts down a whole lot of extra people, so to speak, because uh, a lot of my people get paid like they're, they're two people. So that makes sense. So I got a lot of guys and gals that are getting a piece of what they do above and beyond their salary. So they're, they're out there knocking that work left and Incentives. right, it's done right. So, and then yeah. we'll train different people as we go and you know, people might retire, but uh, it works out well being uh, tight that way with 45. Awesome. Love it. Okay. Um, what, so, what what do you what would be your like biggest uh, piece of advice for people that have a team to motivate the the people that you know are on the team? I ask them that. Uh, and the way I say that is because what might motivate you might be a new television that week. What what might uh, motivate your wife might be a, a, a cash reward. And so I'll just go down the list. So. Keep them motivated. We'll, we'll go down from A to Z in different times of the year and different projects we're doing, and then I'll get them incentives. And uh, sometimes it's, it's uh, some time off with pay. So that's how I motivate my people. I, I'll ask them. And I found that's out amazing. years ago that one thing, one thing doesn't work for all. So I'll let them pick. And that always moves around too, but makes them feel comfortable. You just don't want, want to be doing the same thing every week. Right, right. And, and it's interesting. I would, I would guess that a lot of those people are not motivated by money. That's not a huge. No, motivator. no, no, not at all. Sometimes, but it all depends what they're doing. But I always thought it was at one time years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Sometimes it's just recognition. Sometimes it can be a, a $15 plaque and uh, take everybody out to dinner 
or uh, bring food right. in. Depends what time of day it is. We'll bring food in. Sometimes we'll have breakfast for the guys. Sometimes we'll have lunches. Lunch is the most uh, popular, of course. But uh, the ROI on that is extreme, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. For recognition for for a team employee, yeah. for a team player that's an yeah. that an, an, uh, employee for years. Yeah, that's huge. Definitely. Um, okay, so what would you? Let's switch gears a bit here. What's the best thing that you've done in the past six months for your business? Six months. Mm-hmm. Will that toot my? Uh, will that toot your horn? Your book. And I know that's going to sound corny, but I'm but I'm being honest. Okay. So if anybody doesn't believe that, uh, they really don't know me. You know me well enough to to know that's the truth. Yeah. This came out last August. I stayed up all night because I wanted to read it front to back, front to back, a couple times. And I found my aha because I, I text you, emailed you the next morning and said, dude, I found a fucking aha in here that's going a lot of money. And it's the truth. And uh, probably the best right before that was joining your mastermind because everybody in there gives back. Um, but this book here, I could, I could read this again tonight and get another aha entirely different than the first aha with a different subject and run with it again and still take me another six months to get that, all that fleshed out. Wow. So well, this right that's, here. That's very humbling. I appreciate that very much. And the truth, I, I, the truth yeah, I'm asking <laughs> your question. <laughs> I appreciate Dana, that. These are, these are here. It's not that I'm in here trying to sell Dana's books for him. I am, but I'm not. He didn't ask me to do this. I did this on my own. These are just some of them were left over from last year. Last fall when you had a big promotion going on, I bought a bunch of them. Dana didn't give them to me. I bought these because I hand these out to people all the time. I'll bring a box of donuts into their office, bring a book and get to talking to them. And people like that. Now we all know most people never read past the, the first chapter, but I'm not here to be a, uh, a cop on that. I just go out there and talk to people. And it's, some people do read it, but very few don't get through it all. But that's true in any book. That's not up for us to, to say or do, right? Oh, absolutely. No, I've got a, a shelf of books that I haven't read. Um, so well, I, I get it. We're all guilty yep. of it to a point. But <clears throat> yeah, down, this, this here is the deal. If you haven't read it, get a copy and sit and read it. And well, like I said, my business is obviously offline, but I've already incorporated several, several Dana's ideas using, and then tied it into a funnel and it works. It's putting money in my, my account as we speak right now. That's awesome. Um, and guys, I think one lesson I, I take from Bob is, uh, and, and I would hope all of you can emulate is his ability to figure out how to make something work for him in his situation in his business. Cause it'd be really easy, Bob, for you to read something and be like, Oh, that's a, that's a, has a funnel or that's on the internet or that's an upsell or that's this or that and be like, yeah, but my business is different and just dismiss it. Right. So how can you give one little quick um, insight on how others can emulate the whole, you know, figuring out how to make something else work for you and your business, even if it's different. I would, I would take something that you you're trying to do that you see, and you don't know how to figure it out and use the before and after approach. Like in my business is, uh, is a lot of visual. So I'll do a before and after and have a little contest or before and after and run a Facebook or Google or uh, YouTube ad and then put on there, Hey, for a free estimate and uh, go in there with that approach. And that's what I got out of your book about using something as a free as a hook and getting in there. Cause for years I spent a fortune uh, on Facebook, trying to do it all kind of different ways, trying to do the online. But now what I'm doing is taking folks from online, from looking at it, it's like a billboard, right? So now it's a virtual billboard, you see on the side of a road, inviting them in, 
then going back out to their property. And now we're doing it with the, with the uh, virus going on, we're doing it uh, virtual, or we're going up taking pictures ourselves, or they're sending us pictures in of the properties. Uh, could be a floor, could be, you know, outside pictures showing us what they need on lighting or holiday lighting, and it's, and it's working well. So you got to have an open mind about it and how you can merge some of it in. And you know, you've been on calls with me before and talking where I've been frustrated. And, and, th and that's good. Part of frustration is part of learning. So just when I know I've thrown this book on the ground, throw my hat off on the ground after a hard day's work, one o'clock in the morning, you know, you fucking hit on something because you know, deep down, you hit on something, you just got to get back up. And then a nice thing about joining either uh, Dana's mastermind or your own local uh, uh, chamber, chamber of commerce is uh, you can um, rub elbows, so to speak, with other folks in your field and figure it and, and try to take some of their ideas and merge it in and figure that out. There's a lot of people Amen. out there, you know, that have the different pieces you might need. People don't know all the answers I need. That's got to come from here. Same thing with your business, but you can take a piece of that piece of this, put it together and get people to help you. But you got to got to have an open mind about it first. I love that. Uh, huge nugget there, everybody is surrounding yourself with people that can help you to figure out how you can implement stuff, right? Like, uh, I, I would think back to myself for so long, I before I joined a mastermind or surrounded myself with other entrepreneurs, and I really struggled, like it was, you know, no coincidence. Uh, and I think about our, you know, Dreamer launch program, Tuesday coaching calls every week. It's kind of what we do is people just come on onto the call and ask how they can try, try to figure out how they can apply something to their situation. And then everyone just helps and answers it. And by the time the call's over, it's like they've got a, a new plan to, to launch a new thing every single week. So with absolute clarity. So um, I love that. And if anyone's listening or watching out there that feels alone, you, you certainly don't have to be alone. You can change that quick. So I highly recommend what Bob said and I live the same. So, um, all right. What is the best thing that you've seen someone else do in the past six months, Bob? Uh, probably the best thing I've seen in the last six months, we'll probably pick on our own Tom uh, Rowan, what he's done with uh, the group in Iowa, what he's doing with the t-shirts and helping local uh, folks out by printing that up and get some things out there for them. And now he's restarted up to, I think it was this morning, he recranked up all his uh, apparel business and uh, Tom's another real deal where he's getting down and making things happen, not just talking about it. Um, he's a unique individual and uh, he makes a lot of things happen for a lot of people. And uh, that's why he's successful. Yeah. Amen. And by the way, guys, if, if you didn't catch it, episode two, uh, I, I interviewed Tom, special human being. Uh, so specifically with Tom's situation, kind of probably similar to yours where you know, he's got, I think, 35 employees and, you know, hit, hit hard by COVID like, like most of us. Um, and Tom didn't, uh, there's two things that people are doing right now. And by the way, everybody, Bob, I know you would agree to this, but it isn't what happens to us that matters. It's how we react to it. Right. So there's two, two types of people right now. There's the people that are scared and they're panicking and they're withdrawing and they're shutting things down and they're laying people off and they're, you know, like, 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 um, just condensing. And then there's the other people that are leaning in and they're taking advantage of the opportunity that this has given us and they're doubling down. Right. And Tom is the epitome and Bob the same, but of, of doubling down. So as far as some of the things Tom has done with, with adapting and flexing his business, uh, what would you say specifically, Bob, is that is one awesome thing that you've seen out of Tom? 
uh, Tom has never been afraid to uh, give first, and he knows this, and that's been on the Bible way before any of us have been around. And I've always been a big fan of that also, but Tom's actually walking the talk and doing it. And he's going to local shops in his, in his town in Iowa and, uh, and, and talk to people and he's helped. I know he, he helped at uh, one uh, young girl with her coffee shop and uh, she was ready to close her doors a couple weeks ago. And Tom said, hey, let me, let me help you put a sign up here out front that you're open and you know, you'll bring stuff out to folks. And uh, what a lot of people don't realize you give back a little bit but that, that woman will be a fan of Tom's for life. He'll have to beat her off with a stick, you know, coming in the office and buying. And in the years from now, if she grows her business, or even if she doesn't, she'll always be thinking of Tom. And, uh, and that'll be first on top of her mind about, you know, placing other orders. So he's not afraid to do that. And I think that's really powerful why he's growing even during this. Wow, so good. At the end of the year, we look over time at 30,000 feet and look down to his numbers. His numbers will be growing this year. And it won't be nothing going backwards. It'll be going forward with his numbers and his bottom line. And that's important. That's so Obviously, good. That's why we're, we're in business, right? Of course, of people, course. People take care of us. Amen. Uh, and, and you never know how it comes back either. That's the thing is. No, never, is if you never keep track of it, it'll come back. It's like the boomerang. You don't know where it's going to come back at, but you give, it'll come back. And Bob, so Bob, lives this by the way everybody I, I real quick example so bob obviously joined my mastermind and came out to a live event and um part of that deal is you get to come to my um, goat farm meet the goats and all that which was awesome and uh bob with his you know just tremendous expertise with like construction and and like just all of his history of uh you know just figuring things out he spotted something um so i've got a windmill on my farm and uh, which is kind of a unique thing. Um, and it's not very far from my house. And if that thing were to tip over, which isn't out of the realm of possibilities, by the way, uh, if that thing were to tip over, it would literally kill anything in it that it fell on. Like it is a big structure and it would go right through my house. Right, Bob, like that thing oh, yeah. in proximity. Yeah. So I never thought of that. I'm just so ignorant to, to that type of thing. I never thought thought that didn't even crossed my mind. Um, and so Bob very appropriately, by the way, it wasn't like he was out there looking for things. He just noticed it when he was there and, uh, took a ton of time. He actually took a video of it while he was there and, uh, reached out to his network and found somebody that was an expert, um, mm -hmm. on that and, uh, was able to give me and my, my family and I, uh, the peace of mind of knowing, yes, that wasn't properly installed. Yes, if something happens, it has a you know, safeguard so that it doesn't fall into the house. I think it would fall into the goat pen, but hopefully they're quick and agile enough to, to run out of the way. But um, that was an amazing thing that I'll never forget. And uh, part of why I love Bob so much is that he actually does care and he walks the talk. And, and I just wanted to, I guess, publicly thank you um, again for that on behalf of my family. That was an amazing thing and, and a great example of uh, exactly what you just described with Tom. So, Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. So Bob's the guy, man. If, if you need, if you need something to happen, if you need to meet Donald Trump, if you need to, whatever <laughs> between Tom and Bob, you will, it will happen. I promise you. They're the, the type of guys that figure it out and they'll make it happen. Okay. So keep that in mind, reach out to Bob, um, be friends with Bob. Great person in your corner. I promise you. All right. Uh, let's switch gears again. Okay. What is the biggest mistake that you've seen others make in the past six months? Uh, I've probably seen that right now. People sitting on the sideline, afraid to get out and do things. 
Um, we were probably paralyzed for maybe six to seven hours when it first happened in our state. And that was just because I was trying to run around and, and figure out what we could do. We call our governor lock, uh, Lockdown Larry, uh, Larry Hogan. He's a good guy, but uh, he's doing what he thinks is right, regardless if I agree or disagree. Obviously, it's something we all should take seriously, but I can't let it overwhelm me um, uh, or my business. Uh, you know, I got a lot of, a lot of employees I got to be concerned about. Um, I consider them our family. Uh, they're almost like the, like the brothers and sisters to me. So I got to take care of these folks been with me 20 years. I also got a lot of clients been with me a lot of years. Okay. That I consider family. Um, so what we ended up doing was I got a letter from the governor issued out and, uh, that let my guys feel good that they could be driving on the roads. And, uh, when it first all started seven weeks ago, as well as in their work trucks, got them all gloves, mask, and, um, and uh, hand sanitizer so they could feel safe. Homeowners would feel safe. Uh, business owners would feel safe when we could pull up to their, their places doing work because you know everybody wants to feel safe what's going on, especially in everything the way the news media has it all portrayed. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. But anyway, we didn't sit, we didn't sit like I say, more than a couple hours trying to figure it out. And the whole time we were figuring it out. And I was using input from employees and, and uh, customers calling some old uh, old time customers so to speak, and uh, getting their input, you know, that I could speak to them freely. And uh, we figured it out and, uh, and we've been uh, moving along uh, well with everything going on. So it's probably really important right now because you, uh, you can survive and thrive. And um, we're putting a lot of things in place now to have the best year ever. Wow, that is amazing. Uh, some of that's out of my hands, of course, but um, we're, we're working it hard. So, okay, everybody, did you hear that? Did you, did you guys catch what I just caught? Bob said he wasn't out of commission and figuring stuff out for six or seven days or six or seven weeks, six or seven hours, right? And you know what's the most remarkable thing about that, Bob, is so much has changed since that six or seven hour period that you could have had another six or seven hours and then another six or seven hours and then another, right? And that's about how it becomes days and then weeks and then months or possibly years. However, you just made the decision, you stuck with it, right? Despite all of the new updates, despite Lockdown Larry doing this or that, right? You just said, you know what? This is what we're doing and you stuck to it. Uh, how, like, first of all, that's everybody watching or listening, please do that. Like, please don't keep letting that derail you. So would you say that one of the, the pieces of that, like how, how, it, um, how closely do you follow all the stuff that's going on? Do you watch the briefing, briefings every day? Do you not watch any of it? Okay. There we are. I don't are. watch much of it. Um, I'll hear bits and pieces of it. And if I hear something from somebody that I want to investigate, I'll go look at it. But that can, that can overwhelm you and, and take, uh, take 18 hours of your whole day up by watching that and getting on uh, Flake Book and listening to all that garbage. It's uh, people regurgitating old stuff that's not, not even making no sense anyway. Guys, again, yeah. success leaves clues here. So Bob isn't consumed buy this because he's not consuming it, right? So it's not that he's, you know, pretending it doesn't exist. And, and by the way, I would say if anybody, he, Bob is not one of these types of people that's like just ignoring it and thinking it doesn't exist or any of that. Bob has actually adapted extremely well and is con, con, completely considerate of it because you got your guys out there wearing masks and um, respecting people's, you know, space and uh, you've adapted to something that you've done over 30 years with in-person sort of um, estimates. Now you do them virtually, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. 
Like that's a good adaptation for your business, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So I, I think that is just amazing and very proud to see, you know, you do that, which is really cool. So, um, all right, let me ask you this. What do you think is the biggest misconception in your line of work? Biggest misconception. Oh, biggest misconception. Uh, people think they can do certain things themselves in there. And part of that is they can, uh, the other part is I like to take a hammer over their head, uh, figuratively <laughs> because they, they make more of a mess than they ever fix. And then they get upset cause they have to pay us to come out there and, and fix it back. Uh, way it should. <laughs> why yep. are you laughing? Oh, I'm just, I can imagine the stuff you've seen. I got a buddy that's a plumber mm-hmm. and I asked him like, is honestly half of your projects just fixing what other people screwed up? And he's like, yeah. So I'm guessing, <laughs> um, I'm guessing you deal with that. Oh yeah. That and we hear that they can get the parts on Amazon for, you know, uh, $2 and uh, they can do all this, this and this, and which is not true. Right. Well, then, I mean, you know, they need to spend all their time and then they get aggravated at us and, and it's not true, but that's not everybody. That's just part of what right. we see nowadays. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Everybody's a, um, a, a, uh, everybody's an expert at everything just cause they have YouTube. <laughs> oh man. But no, I think, I think you've done a good job though, overall of positioning yourself as a premium service, like uh, TLC incorporated is your business name. That and I think you own that really well, and that's why you have. I mean, Bob has big, big clients. He doesn't just do like you know uh, what you would imagine a, I guess, a general contractor or or a uh, professional services business. That's not Bob. Bob is a smart marketer. He knows how to target certain audiences, and that's why you have you know you've got a bunch of Baltimore Ravens uh, football players. Oh, yeah right? Orioles, oh, yeah. baseball players, like a lot of people down know. in Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bob, Bob yeah. works with, out there, but yeah, we take care of a lot of prominent people. It's interesting going to their homes. What, what we can repeat, what we can't repeat, been invited to a lot of parties over the years, a lot of functions, you know, we go behind the scenes, which is interesting to see who's, who does what to wear and their dirty laundry. It's kind of funny. I bet. <laughs> um, let's okay. With that, that was, that's too good to move on from. Um, Without naming names or anything, what's what's a crazy story of of um, working with somebody over the years um, that you can uh, maybe maybe give us a little bit of a, a little something here? Oh, uh, a vice president once we heard overheard uh, uh, belittling the children and his wife. It was just that was years ago. That's one of the stories, and you kind of like, what is wrong with this guy? And then you see him on on the next debate. And uh, it's totally different, you know, the way they put on their airs about them. But just all the politics that goes on and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And some of it's so dirty. And other, other people are great to work with, you know. Oh, I bet. It's just funny who you, who you run across and who isn't. You know, who will come out and talk to you, who won't. Who's you know? real and who isn't. Oh, yeah. We've done work for um, Governor of Maryland. We got invited in. Me and all my guys got invited in. Actually, they got invited in. I happened to be on the project late at night finishing up and we all got invited in for, uh, uh, for dinner and uh, they already had dinner. It's like nine o'clock at night and they reheated everything up and had us in and, uh, crab cakes and then signed a bunch of pictures for all my employees, which uh, was pretty cool. State police were there with us and, uh, they sat in there and talked with us also. Awesome. But uh, you meet a lot of cool people where you, you never would see that during the day. That's really cool. So, uh, I think, 
All right, I got one real quick. I think you'll appreciate this. Um, unless you've heard me say it before, but I got a, a, another buddy that's a uh, tile guy. He's really good at, at custom tile jobs. And uh, he, it's interesting when you meet a famous person, mm. how they actually are. And sometimes it's like, you're better off not meeting them because <laughs> like you don't want to have your heart broken mm-hmm. when you find out like that. That's why I refuse to meet Dan Kennedy because I've heard stories. He's not a very nice guy in person. So I don't want my like, like idolization of him to diminish. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but no, my buddy was working on a project for Prince, which by the way, Prince is amazing. One of the best humans to musicians ever. But um so he was brought in to, you know, his, his logo, the like purple oh, yeah. guitar thing. Yeah. So he was brought in to, to put that part into uh, the shower that they were making for Prince. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it wasn't a normal shower. Um, and it took him like three days to do the logos because it was a 16 person shower in the middle of a giant room. <laughs> so I was like, wowzer, that is the type of juicy intel that you don't get unless you, you know, know somebody on the inside. So anyway, I thought you'd appreciate that because I'm sure That's you've cool. seen. That's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that i'm sure oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway all right so um all right with that being said uh what would you say something that the viewers or listeners can implement right now for free that will move the needle in their business something free they can do yeah probably just don't procrastinate on that idea that they want to push ahead take that idea that you're thinking of doing been putting off and and take one step maybe step forward and put it in gear this afternoon. Wow. Bob is one of the best motivators, by the way. Um, I think that's what he's really well known for in the group is uh, getting on people's tails about doing the stuff they need, they know they need to do. So I appreciate well, I mean, that. That's, that's, that's for all of us, including me, you, any, any of us, right? We're all human beings. So part of procrastination is built in all of us, but you gotta, gotta push ahead, you know, and take that one thing. And that's what I'm gonna do this afternoon. I'm gonna take that one thing that, you know, I call it eating a frog, swallow the frog. Something you don't want to get done, get it, take it. And because you feel like a million bucks after that. Wow. I'm going to um, have a picture made somewhere in my office that says swallow the frog. Swallow the frog. Get it over with. Get that, that is amazing. Get moving. Let's go. <laughs> we got work to do. Come on. Right. Yep. Um, okay. So uh, what is, for example, what is the frog you're going to swallow later today? So everybody can kind of see what you do. Believe it or not, it's just, just a word, word doc that I want to perfect and I'll send it out to my team. I got uh, some people working from home. And I'll send it out to them where they're really good at. I suck at doing that kind of stuff, but I got the ideas how I want it done and uh, what I need on that paper. Let them set it up and they can use it, keep it in Word or bring it over to Excel or PDF when they get done and make it where it's uh, easy to work. But I'll let them do that. And uh, other times when I can't get them to do that, I'll go on um, uh, uh, one of those job sites and I'll hire out somebody to do that. Um, sure. There's a couple of them out there that are really good. And, um, you know, when you put out there a bid for it for a couple hundred bucks. I took your advice when I did my book back when I was uh, in the hospital. And for a couple hundred bucks, I met this guy somewhere in Romania or somewhere. Fucking guy was unbelievable. Came up with my cover for my um, my heart book. And uh, for like 280 bucks, and I give him a $100 bonus. He thought, I, you know, like I give the guy the whole week. And I was like, dude, you're fucking talented. Yeah. You know, you should be doing this more and more. So let me know any more books you got. And I was like, okay. But um, there are people out there that, that are specialized in different things that, uh, that we're, we aren't good at because we aren't good at everything. So let me show people, by the way, if you're yeah. curious. Uh, so Bob was laid up uh, in the hospital. And instead of being, you know, 
how normal people would be and kind of just resting and taking some time to, you know, whatever and, and feeling sorry for themselves. Bob, what did you do? <laughs> you, you accomplished two things. Well, let's back up though. I wouldn't be able to do that without your, uh, your book, the way you did your book system. Okay. So I took that and I had the back of my mind uh, from six months ago. I want to use it, want to use it, want to use it, want to use it. When I was in a hospital, I was basically a captive in there in the hospital bed uh, for a couple of weeks. And, um, and I knew I wanted to write about having your heart surgery done and, and why it kills a lot of people every year, almost 700,000 people from having heart problems. So anyway, I took Dana's uh, approach to the book and I sat there with my phone, recorded it, sent it over every day, did a chapters, 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 got that done. And then when I got close to the end, it had, you had in there about getting your cover designed and using 48 hour books. So yeah, there you go. And, cool. um, there you go. Truth about your heart. And, um, amazing. I just want to get people moving on that subject. I, you know, I, I printed it myself for six bucks and, and giving them out. But anyway, bottom line was, is that I used something that I, I normally wouldn't do. Uh, something I wouldn't normally do It's just like what you said this afternoon, what something you want to do to get done. So took that over a period I was in the hospital and got that accomplished. And, uh, and that's powerful because it makes you feel good. You got something done. And now I'm using books um, as, as bait to get other people to see what we can do because we're visual, put a lot of pictures in there and write articles and people like that. Okay. Um, I use it for bait. I use the word bait, but I don't use that and say that in a bad way because you're giving something for free and to get some people interested in what's, what's going on and they can understand that and they can read their, the real deal of what's going on every 30 years. And people like that. Okay. That's amazing. Wow. Um, and maybe some of you out there are feeling kind of captive right now and unsure about what you should or shouldn't be doing. Uh, and maybe just like Bob, a book is the thing you should be doing. It certainly can't hurt. All, all of us are interrupt you. All of us are unique. So if you're sitting there being captive right now, uh, get with Dana or if you're good at writing already, but I, I'm not. So I used the, the system of uh, getting the phone up and recording myself which is a super easy way of doing it. I don't know why I didn't think about it all these years. I've been trying to do books, but it's a way to do it. But if you are captive right now, what a better way, because everybody's unique, right? Everybody's got a special talent. Look at your mom and what she does with her, with her quilting and all, what she did for me when I was in the hospital. And, and that's another unique person, but you would not know that when you first met your mom. Now you read her book and see what's going on in all her towns and all her history behind what all she did. And then she took something that she has a lot of joy and now sharing it with other people. So if you're not doing that, you really should and That's share, awesome. share it with somebody else. Yeah. So Bob's describing the, the system as the author challenge. So if you want to go check out authorchallenge.com, um, basically me of all people, very good writer. I do that for a living. Mm. However, writing books doesn't get them done quickly. And uh, Bob could have probably spent 30 years writing a book, um, but got his, he got two books done in how, how long of a time frame? Oh, less than two weeks total. That's amazing. So, and, and you've never written a book before, right? You know, I first started <laughs> the book in 2010 and I still got it all saved. A couple of hundred thousand words, never finished it. Wow. And uh, now I can take it and read it back and then chop it, make it work and turn that into a book now. But once you know Dana's system, literally in two or three days, you can do it. I mean, I could do a book now in a day down and dirty, getting it because you know what you want to take your outline, yeah. power it out. <laughs> You take a good 10 hour day, no interruptions, you can get a lot done. And right now you take one day 
You can't, all of us can take one day and do that. And then you have that for life to give out and share with other people. That's Absolutely. Important. You know, we all have special, like I said, we all have special talents. Why not, why not share that with somebody? Amen. And thank God, you know, you are on the mend and, and back at it and, and all that. And I'm grateful for that, of course. Um, but it's really bigger than you and me uh, for you to come up with that book, you know, The Truth About Your Heart. I, it's going to help a lot of people. And uh, your intention, Bob's intention with that is obviously not to make any money <laughs> or no, whatever, fame. Just to save somebody's life. Absolutely. From, uh, so fascination about that. Because oh, all of us, all of us in denial about that all the time. That totally. kills more people every year than, than actually uh, the heart disease is, is the word denial. Wow. That's so. very insightful. Um, where can people go to uh, get that book, by the way? Oh, they can just contact me. I'll, I'll ship them out a free copy of it. Wow. What a guy. Um, that's amazing. Um, okay. Why don't we, uh, before I, I've got one more question, but uh, before that, if somebody does want to connect with the Bob Carr and if they're um, lucky enough to become friends with you, uh, how should they reach out to you? What should they, what should they do? Or if someone is in the Baltimore area, um, greater Metro area wants to work with you, where, where do you send them? Uh, they can just email me, uh, bob at tlcincorporated.com. Awesome. Or they can kind of check out tlcincorporated.com okay. as well. tlcincorporated.com. Absolutely. Either way. Awesome. Cool. All right. Um, last thing. What is the funniest or most inspiring story uh, that you've ever experienced? Hmm. I could probably say some, but I better watch saying it on. <laughs> <laughs> I heard one great one this morning, but I, I better not. Um, <laughs> one great story. Funny story. Yeah. Oh, I've heard some here recently about people wearing masks and sex with masks and all kind of crazy nonsense. Isn't, uh, yeah, well, um, didn't one of our uh, mastermind members. Oh, yeah. um, Matt, you're talking yeah. about that New York City. Yeah, different Certain. sexual positions. And some of these stories you hear, you just had to bust out laughing. Like, who's writing this stuff? Oh, my goodness. Um, so you laugh. So if, if uh, shut or what is it? Lockdown Larry said, you know, sent a memo to Bob and said, you can't do this certain position. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Bob would probably not follow that order. Tell him to fuck off. <laughs> yes. That's why I love you, Bob. Well, oh, you, know, um, you gotta, you gotta be thinking, you know, some of this, they want to protect people, but you also take away, you know, then you ask for permission and not have your rights anymore. You know? So I'm the first one to say, Hey, I don't get nobody sick after I just went through. Um, but yeah. it was my heart and all back in January, but good Lord, you can't live your whole life the other way either locked up in a room. Amen. And on a serious note, uh, I think it's very important for people, uh, to understand that although it can be a good intention to protect people, we cannot ever let go of our freedoms. Mm -hmm. We can't, it's such a slippery slope to even discuss it. So I know there's been rumors of, um, I think in Virginia, they were, uh, um, rumors of gun control <laughs> through yeah. COVID. I don't know how that was spun, but I'm going to guess that Bob is, is, a. it would stand up for his rights and his freedoms above all, even well, we as all, a, we all will, you would too. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, we have our rights and you, they, feel they got so many people locked down now. So it's almost like asking for permission to do it. And I've never been a person like that. I'd rather, I'd rather ask for forgiveness later. Yes. Amen. That's like looking at a, someone's house burning and going, I wonder if I'm going to break a window, take a fucking fire hose in there and save their life. Or I'm going to stand in front and watch. 
stick the hose in. Let's go, you know? Yep. Yep. And, and by the way, guys, like it, it'd be easy to kind of, I guess, classify as Bob and I as, as, you know, old fashioned um, conservative boys or something, but our wives are nurses. Mm. Like we get it. And, and I'm sure she, your wife has been heavily impacted by this, especially oh, where yeah. you live. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So, definitely, you know, so we get it. We get both sides. And, and as I oh, said, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say blow it off and don't wear a mask and gloves. You know, we, we do. Anytime we go in a public place, you got to in Maryland. And I'm not obviously wearing nothing now. So I'm sitting in my home office, but uh, now I'm heading back to my other, my, uh, my commercial office in a couple minutes. But um, yeah, you just can't live that way. All, totally locked down. My wife feels the same way. I mean, we take it seriously. That's what she does for a living. The same thing with Becca does. Uh, and you see that too. But uh, you, you help people out, but you got to keep moving. You got to keep, keep your life going. Absolutely. And you can't, as, as Bob said in the beginning with um, the biggest mistakes others are making, you can't sit there and wait. You no, can't. No, no, no. I mean, sitting on the shoulder waiting. Cause I don't care what you're doing right now. You could be, you could be surviving and thriving right now. I guarantee you Tom, I'll pick on Tom without looking at his books. Guarantee at the end of this year, Tom will kick my butt for saying this. I guarantee he's going to be getting it. Oh yeah. And here's, and I guess uh, because <laughs> you put it out there, so I'm going to too, but Tom, nice guy super, super nice. He's a killer with business. He's oh, an yeah. ink, he ink 5,000 business three years running for a reason. Yeah. He is going out there and scooping up all the other, he anticipates 50% of, of the screen printing companies will be under from this. You know what he's doing? He's not retracting. He's going to go scoop them up and he's going to come back way stronger while everyone else is coming out of hibernation or if they wake up at all, yeah. <laughs> right? Tom yeah. is going out and he is building his empire and I'm sure Bob the same way. So um, with that being said, I, at the end of the day, uh, it's it's a, definitely a matter of respect and um, all of that to, to abide by these guidelines. But at the same time, the ball is in your court. It always has been and always will be if you let it be, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of talent out there that just don't, you just don't want to be sitting on the sidelines. You know, there's no sense to be doing that. But it's easy to be consumed by all the nonsense that's going on. All the nonsense that's not makes any sense. Right. There are people out there trying to do the right job, and we, we all get that. I'm talking about the, the people who are playing off of others' fears, which is ridiculous. Absolutely agree. And, it's, guys, it's not that hard to, to adapt either. Like, like um, I'm going to guess that – I'll echo what you said about Tom. I bet Bob has one of the best years he's ever had. Uh, so it, one thing you guys all can do right now to set yourself up for that is think about who you're serving, right? Like, like Tom is pivoting. And instead of serving, um, like one thing that he has to get out of is, uh, or, or is doing less of his sports team jerseys because sports aren't a thing right now, right? People aren't buying jerseys and, and that. So he's shifting his focus into, well, he thought about it. What industries are thriving right now? And one of them is trucking, right? Shipping, that type of thing. Well, let's target them heavily with work uniforms, right? So it's not that hard if you just sit back and think, all right, who am I serving and how are they impacted by this, right? And uh, if you can just kind of pivot and flex into that, like I bet Bob's highly affluent clientele probably are almost not impacted whatsoever, right, Bob? Mm-hmm. Right? The only thing I do to, uh, do, uh, to uh, uh, piggyback on what you just said, Dana, was I, I'll ask, I'll just send out a text or an email to X amount of people, pick, pick on 100 affluent people that we work for, and simply say, what can I do for you, question mark, and sign my name to it. I'll get back some crazy answers, 
but there's always that one out of a hundred that is like, that's my next business. That's my next service I can provide to these folks. I didn't know that they need, especially right now, something we're not thinking about. And if you get stuck on that, again, I'm not tooting your horn, but this I'll take this. I'll just take a chapter of this, go through it, figure out something that is primary use for online or offline, but I'll, I'll take that idea and then filter it back into my business, alter it, change it. It's like making a cake, take pieces of this. There's pieces in here that I'll put together. Dana, like, where'd you come up at? Well, right out of your playbook. Okay. And mix it together. And then you got a whole other idea. I came up with one last fall. It was over $700,000 overnight. And that was just like, wow. Okay. But that, that whole idea came from, from here. Cause you gotta be thinking outside the box. And I don't know that's the old cliche, but sometimes you do. And sometimes you gotta, Go to that page, find that aha like I did, you know, uh, early in the morning. And all of a sudden, that is like killer. You just like walk away like, why didn't I think about that? Well, because I'm taking something from Wisconsin, marrying it with an idea from Maryland, putting it together. Because your background's different than mine. All, all respect, but guess what? Mix that together and boom, you got it. The customers love it. That's so smart. And um, one thing that I, I'll check myself here we don't do enough of is ask our customers. Like we don't have the dialogue with them, right? Cause you can, we can guess all we want, but it's a lot faster and easier to ask them <laughs> what they would buy. Um, and I'll give you, you, give you guys an example tangibly of Bob doing this. And by the way, if you read that book and you, even for Bob, he's probably had over 30 years, did most of the things in the book, but just seeing the pieces all come together and realizing how to, you know, get the clarity on how it all fits together. The big picture is tremendous. So for example, uh, Bob's, your primary service is lawn care, uh, excuse lawn me, lawn sprinklers. sprinklers. Yeah. Yep. Lawn sprinklers. And so that's obviously seasonal in Baltimore. There's winter and sprinklers are shut off, right? So there's nothing that happens in the winter for a few months for Bob in terms of his core business. Most of your competitors, I'm going to guess, go into hibernation mm -hmm. and their employees take unemployment and yep. Then they open back up in the spring. Bob is way too smart for that. Okay. So all of you guys could, should model this type of thing. Bob, instead of going into hibernation, what, what service did you launch uh, for the winter months to keep everybody busy, to keep your clients, uh, you know, serve your clients? What, what, what's the other service? Outlay lighting. So you essentially, uh, and by the way, some people are probably thinking, wow, people pay to have holiday lighting put up. Huge, huge business. Yes. Even though I asked somebody, hey, you need help with something, that came about. And the next thing you know, we, we, we do over a million bucks in three weeks every year. Amazing. And Thanksgiving in the uh, first, first couple of weeks of uh, Christmas. And uh, it's amazing what people will pay for. But we uh, revive the lights, we install the lights, we take the lights down and storm. And that came up an idea from who? A customer. See? So you got to ask. You got to ask. So, how, um, let's say, so when everybody else is, sleeping during the winter, your, your people and when everyone else's team employees are feeling it and, and they're getting unemployment or whatever they're trying to do to just patch it together and have a nice Christmas. I'm guessing your employees, uh, that's one of the best times of the year for them. Oh yeah. Well, I move them inside. So we're, we're taking our, our existing 7,000 customers. We've already advertised in the fall and now we're moved into their, either their basement or their garage, their warehouse. And now we're doing the remods they want done. So they're ready for spring. We're ready for spring to our core business. But um, I filled that all, I filled all that time up and kept all my guys busy when it's snowing. And then when it is snowing, we're out there doing snow removal also. 
but um, Ernie Snow Removal, we do, we get paid in advance. So I'm out, in, out there to uh, get paid per hour. We, people pay us in uh, August, September for the following year. And it's, um, wow. it's paid in advance. If they use it, that's fine. If they don't, uh, we keep it. But I use all that money anyway for keep the equipment up. So that sure. works. So we're taking care of a, a need they want. And it also keeps that client around because they know we're going to take care of their, the stuff that they don't want to handle. Talking about something that yeah, you don't like to do every day. Who wants to go out there and shovel snow? Absolutely. And, and the thing is, guys, it, it all feeds it. It, it feeds everything else. So uh, Bob might go, you know, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, he might go, uh, his team might go put up Christmas lights uh, in a neighborhood and then all the neighbors are jealous and then they want to have Bob next, next year. And, and they're like, well, who did that? And whatever. And, and then they hire Bob's team. And then guess what? They also have a sprinkler system that they want. And now Bob snatched uh, somebody <laughs> and that becomes a thing that sells the thing just out of the book. Uh, and, and Bob has mastered that and it all comes back. Read to- the book, read the book, read, <laughs> read the book. The book. Um, and then ask your customers, ask them what they want um, and uh, let them vote with their wallets. So um, with that being said, I know you got a lot of uh, work to do, so I'm going to let you get back to it. But Bob Carr, TLCincorporated.com, uh, check him out, hit him up. If you need anything, he's one of the best human beings. I promise you, he will take good care of you. So Bob, thank you so much. It was an extreme pleasure to have you. Thanks, Dane. I appreciate your time, sir. All right, brother. Be good and uh, stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.